Hello everyone and welcome back to The Second Estate. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. And I'm Anna Seymour and in today's episode we're discussing the 2023 Golden Globes, the phenomenon of actresses in their 30s and beyond having very limited roles available to them and the new movie, Megan. <laughs> you sound excited. I am really excited. Yeah. I'm not sure why um, you would even question that. Yeah, that's so true. Um, Guys, I just... Uh, tripled my daily move goal when I'm sitting down. So Did you? What? Shows how accurate it is. Oh. Yeah. You yeah. know what happened to me recently? Because yeah. actually, Sarah, you, my friend, yeah. bought me a garment. Me, really? Yeah, for mm. my birthday. Mm. And one day I was like at work and I'd had quite a big night before. Mm. And um, so I was very busy. And like, yeah. I wear my garment at work all the time. Yeah. And I got a notification that I've just simply never gotten before. It was like, you seem stressed. Time to have a breather. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> go into your, like, go and have a, take a breath. Yeah. I'm like, I've never gotten that before. And I was like, my heart was like racing, it's obviously, because I'm like hungover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, the fact that that's never happened to me before, except that one moment, thought it was quite funny. That I was is like, I, funny. I'm at work. Like, I can't take a breather right now. Like, it's, it's not. It's so weird that it I does that. I know. It does that. Um, it, you, I used to have a gun. This is an Apple Watch, but. Yeah, my I used to do that to me on nights out all the time. Like if you're dancing, it would be out. like it would be. But it doesn't do it during exercise. No, it doesn't, does it? But yeah. I guess because you're recording the exercise. I don't record the exercise, and it never did it. Mm, but I don't know. Good I don't know you. what it was detecting that one single yeah. time. It's a drop of your blood. Like, Literally, it's very, it's all the blood the alcohol What's level. The, um, Theranos. Theranos. Theranos is yeah, very Theranos. Theranos. Of it. Um, uh, there was something else that I was uh, just going to say before that. Oh. No, before that interrupted us, but. Oh, the aircon saga continues, everyone. If you if you tuned in last week and it's pretty entertaining stuff. My sister oh, has to yeah. turn the aircon up and down while we sit here. Yeah. So we might there might be intermittent. There might be some intermittent. Yeah, well, because it's very hot. Chat. <laughs> yeah, it is. It was very hot. Like was it hot outside today? I don't really know. Yeah, it was. It was like overcast okay. and like thirty. Okay. Tomorrow's gonna be fucking forty degrees again. I'm going to the tennis, Hannah. <laughs> White because the Tunisian girl's playing. Oh, I love yeah, her. Yeah, and then name again? and then I follow Ons Jabur. She's not Jabur or Jabur. 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 She's number two in the world now. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm she going by myself with the Tunisian flag. Stop! Oh, why didn't your dad go with you? Oh, he's he's, in, he's not anyway. He's yep. in New South Wales, so mm-hmm. unfortunately. I would have well, I've worked, but I would have come with you. It's tomorrow didn't. night, but the tickets were really expensive because Djokovic is playing in the next game oh. um, on the court, and you get to go to both games, which is fucking annoying because yeah, it's like the first game. Algebra, yeah, but I guess I'll see Djokovic as well. I may as well stick around. You buy yourself with the flag. It's it's quite cute and funny. <laughs> Thanks, but I'm gonna die. Moral of the story, because yeah, but we have bigger fish bad. to fry right now. We, we do, do. <laughs> and that is that, guys. The day came that we never ever thought would happen like as you know if you've been listening to this journey i've said a million times we're not going to get to the donation goal for the gofundme like you're probably going to get your money back i'm here to tell you now you're not getting your money back (laughs) we're booked because we spent it we spent it we're booked we're going to new york we're going to be in new york sarah what are the dates some like sort of mid-march mid-march we are fucking going to new york Mm -hmm. guys like thank you thanks to all of you we are Fully leaving on a jet plane, flying. Don't know when I'll be back again. again. Landing in New York City, staying in New York City for like about a week, and seeing Funny Girl. The tickets have been booked. The plane tickets, the accommodation, and, and the, the flights. Oh, sorry, and the actual tickets to tickets. the show. 
Yeah. We've booked to see it twice because we were just worried, illness, anything could happen, you know. Somehow we'll get – I can't even talk about the idea if we got there and – anyway. Well, she she, had left the show. No, it's like exactly – or like some freak accident happened that week. Like it's just – She's broken her leg. Yeah. We just – everybody pray every single night for Leah. Yeah. That that doesn't happen. But we're doing it, which is – Crazy, like it's, it's really crazy. It's really crazy. When it happened, I was fully delirious with like glee. I know. Like, I was like, funnily enough, yeah. Funnily enough, I was like yeah. skipping. Like I was no. so I couldn't fucking believe it. No, I know. Wait. When we booked the flights, I was like, yeah. So guys, just thank you, like yeah. really sincerely, thank you. It's gonna be so. No, it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so funny. We're gonna be I, taking you along for the journey, yeah. along for the ride. Our friend Eddie, friend of the podcast, who has featured on the podcast before, Mr. Beauty IQ, if yeah. anyone remembers him, uh, he will be coming with us. So he, he'll help us get content. So you'll get yeah. like really good content out of yeah. this as well. You'll be your money hasn't covered his flights. Just yeah, FYI. or he's a com or anything. Nothing. He's covering just himself. Ours. Just us. Um, although imagine and, that we're taking all our friends. Thanks, yeah, guys. Yeah, thank so, you. Oh. Uh, me and Eddie you, are actually going to have booked the same flights, so we're going <laughs> to. It's going to be a real 60-hour in total, I think, test of our friendship I, while we I'm go scared. through Doha. I, I reckon one of you is making it through customs on the other end. Well, the thing is both know. Eddie and I, are, as and I've said this yeah. in, our, in our group chat, but like I, we're quite – like both of us travel have travelled alone quite a bit. Like yeah. I think we're both pretty self-sufficient travellers. But travelers. not together. I know, but like I just assume we'll just do our own thing. Like <laughs> You don't speak at the airport? Well, like at some point we're probably going to stop speaking. It's like the Definitely, walk. yeah. Do you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You like, will stop speaking, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like I'm That's not true. really that – He's not yeah. someone that needs – neither of us is someone that needs to be looked after at the That's airport. That's true. You know. Holly's not there. Holly's not <laughs> <laughs> wasn't going to say it. But, <laughs> no, um, they all know Holly now. So. Yeah, they do. We can talk about Holly yeah, openly. If yeah. you don't know Holly, watch a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Yes, it's not – Holly won't be at the airport. So I, then we know, like, where's my passport drama? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> where's Hannah? She's on the plane landing to yeah. meet you. That's where she is. She's in the air coming to you. Like <laughs> that is a real thing that happened. Yeah. Oh, Sarah had to track my flight through the air. Where's Where's Anna? She said she'd be here, and we were. I was like, pl- "You're in Mexico. I'm not. Not figure it out." <laughs> anyway, oh god. Um, so but guys, funny. yeah, sincerely, like it's actually yeah. unbelievable that you got us here. Yeah. And like it's fucking. I, I feel like nothing so we crazy. say gets across the gratitude. I know. that I feel like I know. Nothing, there's no words that can possibly actually get. Yeah, I would. I would have to speak for hours just saying thank you over and over again I to know. really like fully get across like how grateful we really yeah. are. So it's actually really we, incredible we do that not you've done take this, this lightly yeah. or for granted. I can't believe it. I don't think I've really quite clocked the fact that people have been willing to no give us money for this um or the fact that we're going like it, it really is thank you like it's really it'll be in about two months we will have we will be there like we will yeah. probably have seen leah right i think so oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> so yeah crazy. the other thing that i want to add to this yeah. and also like yeah, like it really does. I think because I genuinely wouldn't have been able to afford to do this if it wasn't for Fuck you guys. No, no, like no, I, do, no. I don't have the money. So like it it's, really is like. You, yeah, it's life changing for a poor make-a-wish <laughs> child. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Um, so. Yeah. We've, yeah. We've got a couple of um, shout outs. Oh, we've got Before to do. we do oh, those, sorry, I did go, go, just want to say we do yeah. have a bunch more challenges to do. We've done oh, we two do of them. On the weekend, one of them was singing La La Land by Demi Lovato in our Converse and Dresses at Melbourne Central Coles. It was really funny. It was really funny. So it hopefully was I'll, really, really funny. I'm currently sans phone for reasons oh, we won't yeah, go yeah, into, yeah. but I will um, <laughs> upload. 
when I when I'm able you, to. Oh no, I was gonna say, do you want to send? But no, I like need the phone to like yeah yeah do some of the edits. Anyway, it's fine. We'll get there. Um, but yes, let's yeah. do out. We've okay. got a few people to shout out. Yes, we've to. got a couple. Um, a couple of names for people. If you donate thirty dollars over thirty dollars to GoFundMe, you get a shout out on the episode. You can still donate if you want. We have met the goal and we have booked. But like, oh, yeah. if you want to, it didn't. It didn't cover the tickets, the cost of the show tickets. Yes. So if you feel like being really generous and yeah. covering, the GoFundMe still up. So if you want to donate more money, absolutely fucking go. Yeah, for it. go for it. But Obviously, um, no pressure. We've made the goal. Yeah, which was not something we ever thought would happen. But if you if no. you do feel so inclined to throw do small dollary dues yeah. our way, yeah. then why, they're why more not? than welcome. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. First name, very, very um, sincere thank you to uh, my dear friend and my housemate, Ruby Phillips, uh, who has donated twice now. Um, thank you, Ruby. Thank you for putting up with us every Monday night when we record. Um, and thank you for donating your hard-earned cash. Yes. Toward thank the you so much, Ruby. Congratulations on your massive swimming achievement. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. That was crazy. She did the pub. What is it? Peer to pub? Peer to pub. Yeah. Massive. So, yeah. very well done. Uh, next is Molly Rain. An old family friend. Oh, of yours. Um, yes. So nice. thank you so much, Molly. For, I know that you listen to the podcast, so that's so extremely nice, but also just thank donating you, your money. It's very much appreciated. Molly, does anyone ever sing um, Purple Rain to you, but Molly Rain? Molly Rain. Well, I am now. So if there you they go, Molly. That's the first person that's done it. Wow, I think you might be the first person. I actually think you might be the first person at the start. I can't say because there was this guy that I used to work with who had the, a name that fit into the song J-Ho by the Pussycat Dolls and I would sing it every single time I saw him. I right. think he hated me so, so much. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next on the list is Will Veal. Will, we love you. Thank you so much for donating. Thank you so much for listening. You always send very kind messages about the yeah. podcast and you were um, you seemed very sad when we were off air for two weeks. So, Did he? Aww. Yes, he was. So thank you, Will. I very much appreciate your very kind and funny number that you donated. He donated $69. Um, <laughs> um, it's quite a bit. I really know how like, much like, people are donating. I know. I all these people donated over $50. I'm like, what? Well, these people, 30 30 uh, or over. Sorry. Yeah. Over $30. Yeah. Regardless, though, it's still yeah. like, anyway. The um, next is. Oh, I um, went to uni with this guy. This okay. is Trung. Trung, thank you so fucking much um, for donating. Or Hannah, you can say thank you as well. Thank you, Trung. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, thank you, Trung. It really, um, is, it really is appreciated. I remember how funny you were at uni, and I'm assuming still. So um, Maybe he became not funny anymore. Some people do. That's true. He fell out of funny. Kylie Jenner had that happen to her. Well, I she think used... she still has it in her heart. Do you think? But yeah. she just like lost it. Yeah, but maybe that happened to Trung. <laughs> no, I reckon Don't know you, Trung. He's still funny ass. I think. Just saying it's a possibility. <laughs> do you want to Last shout out? Last but not least, yeah. Alan Hardy. I swear we've already shouted <laughs> we him have. out. We have. He donated again. Oh, it's my stepdad. King. <laughs> thank you, Alan. You, I, think, I think he listens to it actually now. Oh, thank you, Alan. I need yeah. to have words with my actual dad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The, my mum donated, my sister maybe, donated. But. Maybe he's going to do like an on-stage like, collection pot. Maybe. Mm. At the Red Hot Summer Tour. Yeah. yeah. He passes a hat around like a church. Yeah. He doesn't want to donate himself. He just wants to make get. his fans donate. You should do that, Dad. Not that you listen to this podcast. So anyway, should we get started? Yeah. God, I sound so enthused yeah. today. I am enthused. It's just I've obviously lost my voice. Yeah. So I'm just like I can't put any more She's medium enthused. vocal effort into this. After being dropped by <laughs> by its broadcaster in 2021, due to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association being accused of a lack of diversity and racism, also among some other like financial things. Uh, the Golden Globes aired five days ago. Uh, so I think that's the first time in two years. And there's 
Yeah. Yeah, there's yep. much to talk about from Austin Butler's accent <laughs> to Jennifer Coolidge's incredible acceptance speech. Um, and, yeah. So, Sarah. <laughs> that's that. Really? That's the intro. Yeah. That's the intro. Uh, where do you want to begin with the Golden Globe, Sarah? Oh, we should talk about Austin Butler first. Okay. Your thing that you put on the on our Instagram is – I think he's stuck. Yeah, no, I posted this yeah. on the store on our stories because people are still making fun of him for having mm. the accent. And what did he say the reason was again? He spent like three years being Elvis or something. So right. it was like and or his voice has never sounded that different to this, which I just don't buy that. Right. But yeah. I think he I think he was like if you lived in another country or something, I think he said something about that. Oh, I didn't see that. Did he say that? Did I, I make know. that up? I, I'm not I sure know. I didn't see that. Um but he could well have. I didn't really do it. Right. <laughs> I did. Um, no, I didn't. But anyway, I, I, as I said on the on the Instagram, our Instagram, I genuinely do feel bad for him because I don't think that he can help it at this point. I, don't, I think it's – yeah, I yeah. think he's stuck. Like, I don't yeah. think at this point because he's getting so, like, bullied for yeah. it. Obviously, like, if he could stop, he would have stopped by now. So like, the bit was – I think it – you could have accused it him of making it a bit when he the film was just out. Yeah. Because it was like getting publicity because Austin yeah. Butler's voice hadn't changed. Yes. But now that it's still like that, it's like we're not needing to promote the movie anymore. You've got the Golden Globe. Yeah. So and now it's just a bit like, oh. What's going on? Yeah, like I just think he's stuck. And it's that – I genuinely feel bad yeah. for him. Like, I mean that I do sincerely. Too. I I'm do like, too. oh, babe. It's really awkward because it's like a degree too far where you're like – Oh, maybe he's talking – no, no, he's not talking normally. Like, you know, when yeah. you hear him say sentence and you're like, oh, the first – oh, no, 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 it's not normal. It's 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 always yeah. weird. It, 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 imagine if, like, we spoke – I don't know, like, what's a famous, like, woman's voice? Maybe like Ariana Grande. How does she – like that. How does she speak? <laughs> she sort of talks like this. Oh, yeah, I that's really like, good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what else yeah. did she say? I don't know, like if I was going to go to yeah, yeah, or um, or like Kylie Jenner. That's kind of similar. Kylie Jenner is like what's her? Yes, no, or Kim. Hey guys, hey guys. That's so too I've soft. That's too soft. Hey guys, it's it's time to. What about Courtney's? Probably I've got easier. my new. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can. Do I've it. got my. You guys have to try my new. Yeah, skims. that's good. My new skims bralettes. They're going to be that's out good. tomorrow. They're so amazing. Um, Courtney would be more like this is just an impression podcast yeah. now. Courtney is like, um, I was so angry. No, yeah, that's not, I was that's so. There. I was so upset with Kim about why she said that. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's 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 <laughs> Courtney has the most vocal fry out of all yeah. of them. Um, I just don't think that you. I just think you're rude, and I think that yeah, you don't rude, realize it, yeah. that you're rude. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, if one of us started just talking, talking like, like that. that, but not and like fully committed yeah. to, it would be weird. It's weird though for yeah. him because like, how has he become that stuck talking like that? Like, can't you just train yourself out of it? Like, it's yeah, weird. like he did have a normal voice at one point in his life. Yeah, can't um, he just like surely you just like force yourself out of it? Like, Wait, isn't he an actor put on an accent to speak normally? Exactly. <laughs> it's insane. Exactly. Yeah. Act. <laughs> Weird. Um. Yeah. So the other big thing that happened was the Jennifer Coolidge. Well, I think like other news worthy thing. The aircon is on. I swear. Are you hot? No, I'm okay. Which is very odd because you know know how hot hot. I get usually. Um. Uh. I think maybe because I've been sitting here all day. Uh. I just sit and record like hours of the podcast that we just cut. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Um. Quit your job. Yeah. Um. Okay. The Jennifer Coolidge 
my uh, speech where she talks about Mike White. So Jennifer Coolidge won Best Supporting Actress or whatever for um, a TV series and gave a, the best, most Jennifer Coolidge-esque speech ever. And in it, she basically talks at length about how much she loves Mike White and how much she appreciates him giving her a chance because no one would f- basically talk to her at like celebrity functions or no one would invite her to parties. And she's like, everybody's inviting me now. Yeah, she like, said my neighbours talk to me. me now. Yeah. And like, and Mike White is like bawling his eyes out, which it's was the cutest so cute. thing I've ever seen in my life because she's just talking about how much she loves him and how grateful she is for him. Um, I have a quote from something she said. Yeah, she yeah. Said, you make people want to live longer and I didn't. That's fucked. It's so That's so beautiful. beautiful. You make people want to live longer and like, I didn't. Like it's a really – oh, God. I was watching that it. I was like, I – French is yeah. just so beautiful. Yeah. Like just believing in someone and like putting them up like that. Like that yeah. actually it made me so emotional to see that because they're all obviously both like older in the industry as well. So it's taken them this long to have this kind of critical recognition. Yeah. Um, you know, they've been cult favorites or whatever, but like – the, the critical recognition and, and the more widespread sort of uh, commercial acclaim as well. It would just be so overwhelming to finally feel like all the hard work has paid off. Yeah. And they've still stayed so like solid to one another. Yeah. It's really, Especially really Especially for Jennifer Coolidge, I think, yeah. because now she, she's obviously always been a cult. People love – yeah. Like the gays love Jennifer yeah, Coolidge. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. – people love her. Yeah. But now it's like she's – kind of shot to this new type of superstardom that like she'll probably I hope start getting more opportunities that she probably wouldn't have gotten prior to the white lotus uh she actually had a similar thing to say um michelle yao is that yeah yeah who was in everything everywhere all at once and she had a speech um and i have a quote from the speech she said and it actually relates to what we're about to Mm, talk about mm. But she said, I turned 60 last year and I think all of you women understand this. As the days, the years and the numbers get bigger, it seems like opportunities start to get smaller. And I was probably at a time, sorry, and I probably was at a time when I thought, well, hey, you had a really good run. You worked some of the best people. And then along came the best gift, everything, everywhere, all at once. And so I think that it's actually really nice how like I feel like this Golden Globe, specifically with Michelle Yao and Jennifer Mm. Coolidge, they're older women, Mm. both I think above 60 yeah, yeah. And both – oh, wait, no, I don't think Jennifer Coolidge is. Anyway, no, I think she's just turned 60 maybe. Right, yeah, okay. yeah, something like that. So they're both older yeah. and, like, as we're about to talk about, it's really – roles do decline significantly yeah, yeah. for women once they basically hit 40. Yeah. Even in their 30s, they start to dwindle. And so yeah. I think that, like, what's really cool about this is, like, it's the people that are getting the most limelight, really, mm. for positive things are mm. women in their 60s, which is just not that – Yeah, it's very rare. It's very rare. And That's also, cool. yeah, like the only well, people else that are getting a spotlight is yeah. Austin Butler for having a weird voice. Yeah. You know, well, so I mean, I'm happy about this. Speaking to that too, Kate Blanchett won Best Actress in it, like a film. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't think she's... Oh, maybe she, she wasn't there, I don't think. Uh, I don't know if she was there, mm. but she won. But she's at least... She'd be in her 50s, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, fuck, she's good in that movie. I what movie actually, is it? Tar. I haven't seen it. Um, I downloaded it. Sorry, I pirated it. Probably not a good thing to say, but I did. Um, and uh, I um, was like, I have, haven't been blown away by a performance by an actor like that in a really long time. Really? Like, What's it about? It's, well, I, okay. So for the first half of the film, I was like, it's obviously a true story because her portrayal of like the lead character who's a conductor and it's kind of like a story of like almost the conductor kind of gets cancelled. It's like a Me Too story, but it's, it's very well, it's a very good movie. Very, um, I really enjoyed it actually, but um, she uh, plays yeah this conductor named Lydia Tarr, and the whole like for half the movie I was like oh, 
wow, this is so amazing. Like her, her, her impression or not impression, but portrayal of this, of this Lydia Tarr, like is so spot on. Like, mm. wow. Like I don't know Lydia Tarr, but I can't wait after the movie's finished. Cause I didn't want to ruin it. Cause I didn't know the story. Can't wait to look up real videos and be like, Oh wow. This is obviously a really great portrayal. Um, and then about halfway through the movie, I just like cracked and I was like, fuck it. I have to look it up. Um, the story. Cause I've never heard of this. And it seemed, it's like such an interesting story. Not a real person, but and not a real story. But her portrayal is that good that you. It was like the idiosyncrasies that she'd like oh, wow. put into the character were yeah. like it could only be a real person, and that's how good it was. Like it just felt that's like so, cool. so fucking real. And yeah. I was like, and the way they shot it as well kind of made lent itself to that. So it was a great movie. But again, amazing performance by an actress, definitely over fifty. I'm not sure how old Kate Blanchett is now mm. exactly. Pretty sure she'd be over fifty. Yeah, she is. Um, I don't think she's. I'll look her up. But yeah, yeah anyway. Um, so yeah, it is. Yeah, 53. So it's, I, I thought, yeah, all the kind of big winners were older women, which is cool. It's yeah. And it's not that common. And I think yeah. it's important to, I think, like recognize that. And Definitely. also um, Regina Hall. Did you see her awarding? No. Regina Hall awarding Kevin Costner. I didn't see So it. funny. She is so funny. Like she's I didn't see it. just like laughing, keeps like saying the wrong thing. Oh, it's, really? It's, and the whole audience is like dying because she's like talking about how he is he wasn't able to accept his award because he because of the floods in California oh, or something. Right, right, right. And she's like stumbling her way, fucking it up, and like laughing. <laughs> like, That's funny. You have to watch it; it's so funny. I will. Um, so yeah, all of like the best highlights were those women. Women um, just being funny. Did you watch the uh, monologue, the opening monologue by the host? No. Oh, never mind. Was it good? Not really. Yeah. Okay. Um. He like I I don't I don't know him as a comedian, but like he sort of spent a long time like lamenting obviously the the race issue with the Golden Globes. And, like, yeah. Right. A go right. At it. But like, it wasn't like that funny. Like I liked the angle if it was funny, but it just okay. wasn't that funny. Yeah. So okay. anyway, um, that sucks. Our viewers are down twenty six percent. Oh yeah. So they surprise prize. Yeah. They're continuing to. It's funny. It's weird with this stuff though because they do pop off online because mm. things. A good, I think, the sign of a good award ceremony mm. today is when, or kind of probably always, is when something fucked happens. Like totally. The, the slap. Chris Rock. The slap. I don't even have to, we don't really have yeah. to say who. The slap. Uh, and this year, I guess, it's probably Jennifer Coolidge's acceptance speech. Yeah. And I think the other bit was Michelle Yao saying, like yelling at the the piano trying to play oh, yeah, off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or um, Austin Butler's voice. <laughs> All of like having those bits that are just like yeah. funny and iconic. Well, but yeah. does any I don't think anyone actually like watches the ceremony. That's the thing. Nah, probably not. Not unless you're really invested in like movies. Yeah. So I feel like they'll they still have their place, but they're gonna become way more like online. Online, but also specifically like certain things happening. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, go yeah, viral yeah, like yeah, Jennifer yeah. Coolidge on Definitely. TikTok or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I think like in terms of a broadcast, it still has its place. It's just not going to have like the kind of viewership that it once did. Yeah. It'll be very much like watching the highlights of a sport game. Yeah, I think people like, do care. Yeah, just not enough to watch the broadcast, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Did you look at the red carpet at all? No. Oh, never oh, mind. Like a little, like I saw Margot Robbie and oh. I saw what they wore. Yeah, and Selena Gomez. Um, I thought actually I saw some things. You know, Margot Robbie's been in like a Chanel jail. Yeah, she had a contract yeah, with yeah, Chanel, yeah, 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 which yeah. she's recently been let out of. Yeah, and people were commenting on how much happier she looks and like how much better her style is because yeah, she's yeah, no longer yeah. in a Chanel contract. Yeah, but then she was wearing Chanel the other night. I thought oh, was she? Looked, I thought she looked really good. I so. don't even know, remember what she wore. It's like a pink dress, pretty classic. I did see an actually a really interesting <sighs> before we move on a really interesting um, point about um, about 
involving Margot Robbie specifically, but just talking about movies in general and how all a bunch of these movies that were nominated, like once again, all the sort of Oscar nominated films are these sort of, I guess, highbrow arty films that like people really haven't seen. Like if you looked at That's, the list, like how yeah. many of the movies have you seen? Yeah. But like I was reading something and, and it is kind of sad and especially true, especially for movies because TV is sort of in a better place, I think. But audiences are, are sort of uh, gravitating towards like known narratives, right? So like biopics, any sort of based on a true story thing or established like characters and franchises, but rather than original narratives, so original stories that they've never heard of before and it would be taking a punt effectively. Um, and I find that really sad because I think it's like kind of saps a lot of the individuality and creativity out of like everything Definitely. like if everything's just a fucking biopic it's just so sad um and boring and that's like why i'm always getting annoyed about having to watch these stupid documentaries about singers all the time um but i saw in this article that was talking about how like margot robbie in babylon which i think is the is a film she's getting like a lot mm-hmm. of good reviews mm-hmm. for um people like nobody in australia would have seen her in that even though she's like an australian darling like margot robbie but like everybody will go will see her in barbie Right. And it's like, fuck knows what her performance will be in Barbie. Like, it might be Mm. fine, but, like, the movie where she's a real standout in acting performance, like, no one will see. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. It is. Like, it's sad that, like, just the name Barbie is just going to, like... Is what she'll... I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm going to see yeah. Barbie. Exactly. And you're, you're not going to see Babylon. Although and neither am I, probably. No. Like, Actually, so did go. you know that I saw this, that um, that Megan... Sorry, we're, this is yeah. jumping the gun a little because yeah. we're going to be talking about Megan. Megan's overtaken Avatar 2 at the box office. <laughs> has it really? That's amazing. Congrats but to Avatar her. 2 has been a complete flop, hasn't it? Like, has no, anyone... I think it's been doing incredibly. Oh, has it? Yeah. Well, Megan's overtaken. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Avatar 2 has been like a smash success. Oh, has it? Because I've. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Do you want to go see it? Not really. Oh. Um, I'll go to, uh, actually, I kind of um, want to, I'm going to go to IMAX. Do you want to do that? Yeah. I just yeah. want popcorn and to sit in the yeah. cold theater. Yeah. We should have done it with Megan. We really should have. I don't know why we didn't. Oh. I mean, we'll we get did it. We'll get there. We'll get there. It. Let's not spoil anyway. it. Okay. okay. Let's move, move on. on. Yep. Okay. So next story, Ginny and George's second season has just been released on Netflix. And in watching a press interview with the two main lead actresses, um, Antonia Gentry and Brianne Howie, we discovered that these two actresses are actually only eight years apart in age despite playing mother and daughter on the show. Brianne Howie's 33 and Tony Gentry is 25. Um, so there's long been a conversation about when actresses and women in the public eye in their 30s and 40s suddenly are no longer considered the ingenue and start being cast as mothers. Or in those types of more, they're no longer mm. cast as the love interest. Mm, essentially, mm. they're the mothers or the fuddy daddies, something. The assistant. <laughs> the assist or like yeah. A good example of this is when Sally Field played Tom Hanks' love interest in the 1988 film Punchline, and then six years later played his mother in Forrest Gump, despite being only ten years his senior. Uh, Amy Schumer, which you sent me this mm. the other day, also has a great skit about this called Last Fuckable Day, which I want to share on our stories because yeah, I think yeah. it's really it's funny. It's so funny. It's really funny. But that's about like when actresses are essentially no longer fuckable and they're put out to pasture. So we wanted to talk about this phenomenon today because um, it's interesting. So, Sarah, where do you want to start with well, this? I mean, I guess we kind of kind of covered it a little bit in the story before, but – I have never seen more of a turn away from this than I have this year with like a lot of films right. that have come, films and TV that have come out this year. Like, I do think there is a tendency maybe for um, 
the, the the truth behind it is that like when women get to like fucking realistically like 35 but like generously say 40 every role that's like a good role is an embattled mother of some right. kind you know what yeah. i mean it's like yeah it's like something about like how the difficulties of motherhood in some sort of either nuanced mm-hmm. or more less nuanced fashion um so i could understand like a it, it seems to be like a very specific trend toward that kind of storytelling and there's only so many roles that are about embattled mothers because how many audiences really want to sit through movies about embattled mothers probably more should want to but unfortunately more want marvel movies so they're not getting made the embattled mother movie might be like one or two a year that gets a budget behind it you know what i mean yeah so like there has to be other types of roles for women above 35 i guess so that's i i think there has been like a significant increase like woman king is a good example of um with uh viola davis Mm -hmm. she was in that everything everywhere all at once as well as a good example um but again i don't i mean they're not massive franchise leading films as yet i'm trying to think how old was scarlett johansson in black widow but she was still in the late 30s anyway so like yeah it's not like she's still a sex symbol so it's not really well, but I think that's an argument. I oh, think I mean, it is. Maybe, no, I yeah. think that's the point. Is like what? So I have some quotes actually from SBS, an article in 2020. Um, female stars reach their peak, reach their peak earning age at 34, whereas male stars didn't peak until 51 and remain stable after that. Interesting. So the thing is, is that I think the problem is that the roles dwindle because women are no longer considered love interests yeah. once they hit like 40, mm. 35, yeah, more realistically. Yeah. So like. But the thing is, men be- remain love interests and fuckable mm. well into their sixties. Like half the time yeah. you watch films, there was a film called um, oh, I should have written it down. Classic me not writing it mm. down. But in this SVS article, they talk about it where the 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 like they're meant to be the two characters are meant to be the same age, and she's yeah. the female character is played by a thirty-one year old actress, and the male character is played by like a sixty-one year old guy, and they're meant to be the same age, and it's meant to be believable that they'd be together, be together, and we but we suspend disbelief constantly yeah, in yeah, films yeah. where guys men in their 40s 50s 60s are seen as fuckable love interests yeah and the women like past 40 they just don't yeah and i think that that's the reason the roles unavailable is because it's not deemed as b- believable yeah. that women could be sexually desirable beyond the age of age of 40 yeah so i think that yeah. that's why it becomes the embattled mother thing or yeah. those are the roles that are available because yeah like there's no other role for them to play yeah. because people don't think that people want to have sex with them unless it's like a cougar, a cougar yeah, joke. Yeah, a coo- totally. yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting. I think I still think like it's probably a long way away until like uh, pairing, you know, older women, not necessarily with younger men, but just like two forty-year-olds together, like a forty-year-old man and forty-year-old women woman together will happen. Right. Like because like realistically, they can do. An older, well, not an old, they could do a 40 year old man with a 30 year old woman. Like Margot Robbie, I'm pretty sure, was paired with like Will Smith in a movie. Same, as, same as Ryan Gosling and her. Ryan Gosling's in his like early 40s. And he's is he Ken. really? Ryan Gosling oh, is early, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He in is his true. early 40s and he's he, playing That was Ken. ridiculous casting, but frankly. He's a prime example yeah, of this. Yeah. Like Margot Robbie's, what, 31 or something? I'm not sure, yeah. And um, Ryan Gosling's playing Ken, a love but, interest. But they. Literally make us believe that men are equally as desirable throughout their yeah. lives. Because, but they are. And I totally. would even say that Ryan Gosling is still fully desirable. 100%. And so is George Clooney, frankly. And I don't yes, know how but old so he is. So are the women. Well, the- so is Julie Louis Dreyfus. Like, I, like in Completely. that last fuckable day sketch, I was like, Julie Louis Dreyfus is so hot. Like, I agree. For yeah. a woman in whatever, her 50s or whatever, like, 
she's just as believable as like I don't know who else, Brad Pitt or something. Yeah. But like, Completely. yeah. So, but I guess it's just like how many films are about a rom com between two fifty year olds, whereas they'll be like, oh. Men can play like James Bond until they're sixty, or like Correct. you know what I mean, like a spy. They have the spy genre that they can like kind of do, and they're meant to be like suave and sexy, like because they're older. Whereas women don't have those kind of roles. Yeah, and if they do, like, like obviously Ocean's Eight. Or yeah, what are they all fucking cool. There's so many the Oceans. The Oceans franchise. Yeah, what men in their yeah Sandra Bullock. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but even when that came out, remember the yeah, female almost, version. Yeah. Even when they do that, everyone there's always fucking conversation about it. Like they can't yeah, just like yeah. release a movie like that. That's and they're like, yeah, they're standalone. They're like, oh yeah, women are hot. There's actually a, in it older women are hot. Sorry, yeah. I have another quote from um, SBS just for some actual like stats on this. Mm. So, analysis of U.S. films made from 1920 to 2011 have shown that as far as leading roles are concerned. Quote, by age 30, women only got 40% of the leading roles mm. and past age 40, men claim 80% of the leading roles of women only get 20%. Like there's just – we no just roles. There's no roles because like we allow men to play such a di- yeah. diverse range of characters beyond that age. And I think sim- I think a huge part of that is is them being viewed as sexually desirable. Um, but I think – I guess the interesting mm. – Thing with this is looking at, um, I guess Ginny and Georgia is an interesting example. Yeah, but purely. that's hard. Look, those ones are hard because it's like oftentimes teenagers are played by twenty five year olds. Exactly, and so yeah. it's kind of like when people make those like cases for that. Um, a good one, Mean Girls as well. I'm pretty sure Amy Poehler, who plays um, who who Rachel McAdam, McAdams, Regina's mum. Um, Amy Poehler plays Regina's mum in, in Mean Girls. Oh yeah, she's like um, she's like four years older than her or something. Yeah. Like some really small mm-hmm. age gap, like when they film. But like, well, one, Amy Poehler was Tina Fey's friend, so she probably wanted her in the role. But two, like Rachel McAdams was like 25. Like she was playing yeah. much younger. So like when you're playing eight years younger and then, well, that's you know, it, it's But then like, there's sort of – and it becomes complicated with these specific examples as well because the same with um, – with the Sally Field thing, because that's mm. often used as an example of how it, yeah. s- six years later Sally Field was no longer the love interest. Yeah. She was uh, his mother. Yeah. But she made the case with that that she, um, in the first movie they were in mm. together, she was te- the, act- the character was 10 years his senior, despite right. being the love interest. And then in, in Forrest Gump, yeah. There's she plays the mother at different points in his life. She does. That's, that's so there's true. so there's and that's the same. There was also controversy last year when Emily Rosam, who's 36, got cast as Tom Holland's mum, and Tom Holland's 25. Yeah, but again, it could be the same case of like needing to have there's different Multiple time ages. jumps or whatever. Yeah. I I totally agree with you. I guess it's just interesting in terms of like what ages we cast people at and deem it to be believable. Like. Mm. Uh, the actress Brian Howie, who's mm. thirty three, I think, mm. and I think that's about how old her character Georgia, be, the yeah. character, is meant to be. Whereas Antonio Gentry is playing, is twenty five, playing seventeen or whatever. Not it even is. like I swear, like fifteen. Yeah, like, something yeah. really young. Which, yeah. like, to be fair, she does look young, but she doesn't look fifteen. No, but they um, never do. Like they the never Gossip do. Girl that's, actors all look thirty. Yes, like, so that's not like the what they the do. One. I guess that that's it. Sort of begs the question of like, then. I, I don't know. I don't the really. The child labor laws. You can't cast a fifteen-year-old, and also they're not. It's hot unless you're Gen- so, like, Jennifer. Um, Jennifer? No. What's her? Jenny Humphrey and Gossip Girl. Yeah, she exactly. Was like Fourteen when she exactly. Jenny. But it's also like weird because fifteen-year-olds, actual fifteen-year-olds, are are like pimply and awkward and like not actually these like 
really I don't know confident Suave, like yeah. hot people like you need to wait till someone's sort of 19 at least to get that so that's what, like we do get angry though when like Alexa Demi who plays Maddie in Euphoria <laughs> yeah, she's no 32 how old she is yeah she is yeah because have I you think seen she- the memes where it's like Alexa Demi at the pyra- at the, when they built the pyramids <laughs> and things like that <laughs> but I think she intentionally kept her age quiet because she yeah. because of concerns around what people would say yeah that she was because Alexa old. Demi's playing a, te- a high schooler and somebody a year older than her, George, who's playing Georgia, is playing a mother. Mom, yeah. You know, and that sometimes just depends what you look like, what your yeah. vibe is and everything. Yeah. But Alexa Demi, I think if it was a – there is a difference in what we yeah. think of people, like Alexa Demi playing a teenager and she's 32. Yeah. Um, allegedly. But, like, if it was a guy, we'd probably be like, oh, that's funny. Well, but you wouldn't be like. Hannah Montana, her exactly. brother was 32. But well, I think Finn. everyone was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Or Finn yeah. um, in Glee. Corey Monteith Corey was 30, Monteith, yeah. I think, when he... Yeah. <laughs> Something <laughs> serious just happened to Alfie at the door. Um, <laughs> Is everything okay out there? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Alfie's... <laughs> Hi, buddy. All right. Should, should we, yeah. oh should we move on? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, Oh, it's your um, turn. All right, quick word from our sponsor. Um, this episode of The Second Estate is proudly brought to you by Pump Water Bottles. Oh, yeah, you the do superior love them. water bottle to have because of the little... Teat. Teat. That's the best That's way to put it. What did you say? You love sucking out of a teat. Yeah. Is that what you said the other night? Yeah. Me and Sarah uh, were hanging out the other night because we hang out as friends outside of this. Sometimes. Even though we were actually doing something for the podcast. Yeah. But you went and bought a pump water bottle and you had to get the berry flavoured yeah. one because they didn't have any plain pumps and you couldn't yeah. just get another bottle. You had to get a well, pump. Who, like, if I'm going to spend money on a water bottle, I want the one with like the best fucking... Way you're paying not just for the, the not just for the water, the water inside, but the vessel, but the, the vessel, vessel that it came in, and no one can deny. Like you can all. That's why those um, the big clanky ones. What are they called? The f- Frank is Frank the, Green. Yeah, Frank Green. Like you suck out of it. Like people, it's fully like Freudian. The the, yeah. the sucking thing of right. people wanting like a baby, like sucking a dummy. I don't know like, that. I drink like, out of soda stream bottles. So I'm normal. Maybe you're not normal. That's true. Maybe it depends, like, <laughs> I was going to say, how long you were breastfed as a child? <laughs> I reckon the more you want to have a teat like yeah. water bottle, the less the you're less breastfed. You're breastfed yeah. Which checks out for yeah. me. Oh, well, yeah. There you go. There you go. I feel like I would have been the type of baby that was breastfed far too long. Yeah, like <laughs> six. Like. I didn't, I'm going to ask mum. I'm curious. Um, I was a strict six weeks. Um. <laughs> I'm like, like it's too young. Isn't it? No, I don't yeah. think it was that. I'm being my mum listens to this. Mum, everybody, it's a joke. I wasn't I'm like left mom. to my own devices. I had a job at eight weeks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's not. I wouldn't have been that surprised. Okay, I'm just well, asking my mum when I when I she stopped. I will die feeling. if she goes like, oh, about three or four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, last week. Immediate cult classic horror film, Megan, spelt M3GAN, which stands for like something Android, I don't know, um, was released to much fanfare, starring Alison Williams from Girls and Get Out. Uh, the movie follows an AI doll named Megan that becomes sentient and will stop at nothing to ensure no one comes between her and the girl she was designed to help slash protect. Um, for some reason, this movie has taken off. Well, not for some reason. We know why, but has taken off as a sort of like big online joke um, on Twitter, particularly, um, and with gay men, like 
f- like really loving Megan. Um, and what what and what do they say? Like mother, calling her mother. <laughs> um, I've just been seeing that a lot on Twitter. Um, and we just thought it would be funny to watch it for the um podcast. Because there's been a lot of funny talk about it online. Yeah. Hannah, what did you think of the movie? Well, Megan's obviously a girl boss. Um, <laughs> Megan's so funny. Uh, if you haven't seen a photo of Megan, quickly stop and look up a photo yeah. of Megan to kind of – she's like yassified. Yassified. I yeah. think the great thing about the, this film – and like the, the, it, this is the only way that you can make a movie like this and – make it good is that it's is knowing the filmmakers knowing it's inherently stupid and mm. completely leaning into that despite the fact because it's not that scary like do we, did you find it scary no, no. Well, I fucking see the coffee we were watching i don't know if we were going to mention that but. no we have to because it's like everyone should have to see the version of the film we saw with this fucking ads in it I downloaded again, pirated. I'm putting myself in trouble. The poker ads. I, we, it was so funny. It was funny. so bad. No, it was the I, worst I, copy I've ever seen. I, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> Some parts of the film were happening. And I was like, I can, no do, idea. Not uh, 80, 60, 70% sure what's happening in this like, scene. No vision, basically, because someone yeah. was filming it like on their phone in the cinema and it was genuinely like, it kept going in and out of focus. Oh my as God, well. that was so funny. And it couldn't really, if it was dark, fuck knows no, what was yeah, going yeah. on in the, in the scene. No clue. <laughs> Which kind like, of made it funny. Yeah, like, I know, more it camp. did. It did. It was but, so um, funny. Yeah, so I just, it was really stupid, obviously, but like, I think obviously that, that that's what makes it work. Um, but I think I genuinely wasn't really i didn't have like high or low expectations yeah. before going into it i kind of just was like it's gonna be something i had no idea what this is gonna be like because i hadn't even i think i'd seen the dancing scene but like not really like mm. i ha- wasn't fully deeply entrenched in the megan sphere yeah and um when she comes out and she's wearing that outfit it's just what i love about the concept is that the fact that they the the suspension of disbelief that you have to believe that people would be like that's a good outfit and not at all creepy for a doll to wear. Like the yeah. outfit. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like she's obviously has like one of those like what are it's they like called? A those, bow. Crossed, those bow sort of cross, like almost school uniform-esque. Yeah, it's terrifying. Like, like it's like she's like so a pinafore or something, yeah, something wearing. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. genuinely really like her outfit and even how she looks is so scary. It's so and funny. It, everyone just totally Long, embraces. Dead straight blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, everyone yeah. just embraces that like, yes, this is a toy for children. Like no one's like, oh, that's a bit creepy. And she's wearing that outfit. Like Anyway, I want to go as Megan for Halloween this year. Yeah, I was going to say it will be the most popular Halloween costume yeah. of the year yeah. without it because it's very easy to do. Yeah. Like it's like pretty easy. It's basically almost like a little bit of like a British school uniform yeah. kind of thing. Like she, Megan, whoever designed Megan and came up with the concept for how Megan should look mm-hmm. was a fucking genius mm-hmm. and knew what they were doing because like the film is so camp. Oh, it's – It is camp. so camp. It's camp with a capital C. That's yeah, thing, like, like it's it's – it's unbelievable and I think they knew like uh, yeah like they had to lean into the campness to make to make the film good because it was never going to be like truly scary I no. suppose because I think it's rated PG-13 it is and, and I was, had to cut yeah. some scenes out of it in order yeah. to get it to that rating which is so you have to lean into the other angle then I guess right. like it can't be like scary it just has to be kind of like campy horror um which is certainly uh what it was there was a few, there's a few scenes in it that I'd like to touch on. Um, well, one thing I'd like to touch on is Megan sings various times throughout the film. Bulletproof. <laughs> I literally just snorted that that was genuine. So singing Bulletproof, I was like. I 
lost it. <laughs> I literally was like keeled over. Like I couldn't breathe. For some reason she starts, the, the young girl like in the film. Because it's always so unexpected. No, it's like, completely it's insane. Not, like, yeah. It's the young girl um, loses. The, the premise of the movie is that she, her parents die in, yeah. in a car crash mm. and she has to go live with her aunt and her aunt is mm-hmm. the design, like is a, per, a toy designer, AI toy designer. I don't fucking know. And, Made she's the one that like came up with the concept for Megan and is testing it then on her niece who's living with her who's like eight years old or something mm-hmm. who I thought was fourteen to be honest. Um, I agree. I think that actress was too old. old. I was. It was really <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. Like, I was confused because yeah. she seemed like some. What she was talking about. I was like, why aren't you on Snapchat? Yeah. Like, why are you playing with a doll? Like I was really confused I think, by her. But then when I watched because yeah. I watched some interviews and stuff with the cast, like yeah. behind the scenes stuff, and she seems a lot. Weirdly, a lot younger in the interview. Oh, interesting. Like she oh. was talking about being like, oh, I would love a lot doll like Megan like to pl- play with. This. I was like, okay, but like, did kids yeah. that old play with toys? Like, it all seemed no. kind of random. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It felt weird. That, that I mean, I guess we would suspended disbelief so far. But anyway, and neither of us have children, so like, either of us actually know. But it's still, I, I, I agree. swear, kids are like fully like on Instagram. I would have thought six. that they'd need a yeah, like a younger kid. Like yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So Megan, so the the girls, um, the girls' parents die, and she's like really upset in one scene about it. And Megan's comforting her, um, <laughs> and she starts singing "Bulletproof" by Le- who the fuck sings "Bulletproof"? I can't remember. Um, and it is legitimately one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life because I'm like, no, what? she sings "Bulletproof." Not in that scene. Oh, she sings I a different song in that scene. I she sings she Bulletproof sang- after she killed the little boy. <laughs> because she kills the little boy and then they come back. Sorry, and, spoilers. And, and go- oh, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Uh, guess what happens in this movie? Yeah, like, like obviously the obviously dog kills, she kills the little boy. Yeah. Anyway, the what's the kid's name? No clue. Mia? No. Mm. No, it's not Mia. I, can't, I literally anyway, can't remember. She, the little girl, is like, make it. I'm really sorry. She was like, Megan, did you did you push that what's his face into the street? And Megan's like doesn't really answer. And she's yeah. like, I'll protect you no matter what. Yeah. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> it's so funny. It's really it's, funny. it's really good. And then when then another singing scene, a great uh performance from Megan is at the end. Um, when she's like having the big confrontation with the aunt because the aunt is like, we need to decommission you because you're killing people now. And Megan is sitting in the shadows playing the piano. Um, what is she fucking playing on the piano? I forgot the song and it was so funny. Oh, um, Toy Soldiers, I'm pretty sure. She's playing like step by step. I think that's what she's I think that's what she's playing. We all fall down like Toy Soldiers. I think that's what she's playing. I can't. Or that at least appears at one at one instance in Megan's in the Megan uh v- song universe. Mm-hmm. Um whatever that is. But yeah, I uh, I just found that um, and I was like that to me, like the inclusion of the random singing, I was like there was some camp gay men involved in the creation oh, of this film. Yes. Who were like, yes, Megan, sing, bitch. Sing. Yes. But like, I also think that like the, the creators of the film, like even watching the guys who made it. Yeah, right. Them, I, like, I they, haven't seen an interview. It's good. They, yeah. they, they know. Like, yeah. it's compl- they are completely aware. Like they're saying it's like it's really camp and mm. it has to be, we know that in order to cre- make a film like this work, it can't, it has to be self-knowing. True. Yeah. Like they all know. Yeah. Um, I also love Alison Williams. I did um, too. I think she's I, a good actress. Yeah, she because yeah. she also did Get Out, and then there was another another horror she did, and now she's done this one. Yeah, and so I think I saw some comments on YouTube being like, "Alison Williams is a 
like bona fide scream queen now. That's true. Um, yeah, but I like for her that she's creating this really random niche. She's got like I was good. I was kind of thinking like her work. She's got this nice little sort of collection of things that she's been in that are all these like cult classic like yeah. really well loved and well yeah. like highly well reviewed, regarded well reviewed like, yeah, things yeah, yeah. like girls yeah and like you go back and watch girls and you realize like what she did with Marnie is like a very brilliant brilliant right. job have you watched girls I've seen bits yeah fuck I Marnie's need to re-watch character it. yeah yeah mm-hmm. play, you should watch it because her character that she plays She's the Marnie, worst isn't she yeah, but like she does such a fucking good job at it. Like they're all the right. worst. Yeah, frankly. yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. insufferable. But like Marnie's like really pretty uptight, like type A kind of personality, but like a little bit weird and delusional. And like again, randomly sings. Sometimes there's a fucked up funny scene of Marnie singing at a party. I've a seen that. You would have yeah, on, there, on Twitter and stuff. It always goes around. And like she just did a very very good job with that role yeah. and like being um, that kind of person like really just really good acting and, and she does it in get out as well she's brilliant in get out I yeah thought. i think her vibe um, as this shows is that she's just up for anything yeah and i think that she, she gets it maybe she gets yeah 100 yeah. but i think she also recognizes when something she's probably gotten lucky but yeah. also she clearly recognizes when something's going to be good yes because i would yeah. or maybe her publicist or whoever yeah is like able to because she said that the reason she got this role was one of the guys i think who made it was involved mm. in something else she made and he was right. like and he's like an OG horror filmmaker. And he yeah. was like, do you want to be in this film? And she yeah. was like, okay. Like didn't even really yeah. ask what it was about. She was like, yep, yeah, well, I don't really care. Just like I'll be in it. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. And so, and this is going to be a huge film. Yeah. Um, and she's like right at the center of it. Just, yeah. Chilling. The other thing I think that's interesting about this film is obviously there's like the, the broader sort of meaning of it yeah right. on the idea of like our relationship with technology yeah as i think specifically in this film i guess using technology to substitute raise kids parenting. or, or yeah. substitute parenting um but i also i just think like our because like even our the character who, mm. who Alison williams plays goes into a house and she's got a really smart home and that's mm-hmm. kind of its whole thing like she lives a very ai life yeah yeah um but yeah, it's kind of it's sort of a funny vehicle for that type of messaging. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's like you know, it's a bit. It is heavy handed. Like I would never yes. say the film is like nimble and eloquent in oh, its God, message, no. but yeah. it's not meant to be. But mm. like, um, it, it's true. Like yeah. the, the point we've got to with technology is like fucking terrifying for what like what we're on the precipice of. I suppose mm-hmm. like where AI will go, and while it's not like often. Oftentimes it's a lot more um, sort of under the rug. It's 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 not like a literal doll that you talk to. It's just yeah. the fact that like your phone knows like when you, you're going to bed and when you wake up through like learning or it listens to you speak. So it learns like if you say something, then I don't know, to, to turn some sort of notification on like or suggest something. It's just like the the capabilities and like the under the rug shit that is a scary part and what that can be used to affect it. Like, to do to people and the manipulation possibilities of that. I think it's true as well. And that what's funny about Mm. this film and that is, that isn't what actually life is like is the fact that no one would allow a doll that looked like that to in their home or that like was spending all the time with their kid. Like they just wouldn't let it happen. No, but it's not, that's not what AI is going to be like or look like. It's going to be far more insidious is far more insidious 100%. and it will continue to become more insidious yeah. because it happens in a way where it's way more, like you said, under the radar. It's yeah. not a doll called Megan with no. terrifying. That actually would be better because at least you can see the enemy. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At least you can fucking 
physically like yeah. you know like get rid of it but like so, ai now is you have to fucking you can't it's no everywhere. and it's, so yeah you're right it's very heavy-handed but i yeah. guess that's also kind of the point yeah because we're looking at this going why would you let that thing in your house yeah. and why is alison williams character acting like megan is like normal and nice to yeah. have around but that's kind of the point yeah. right well it's like, like well, why would you let like literally the fact that you're probably listening to this on spotify right now the fact that we posted this now they have access to like hours and hours of our voice that we've just signed away over to Spotify and can do whatever they want with our voice, probably. Right. Have you read the T's and C's? I haven't. Yep. Um, so like our voice could yeah. be probably recreated in a million ways to say whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like, yeah. Exactly. And so, so it's where, it, that's such a good point. It's not, and I guess that's sort of the underlying thing of it mm. is it's it's the, like they make it intentionally camp and silly mm. and the dolls dressed in a terrifying way, etc. But, yeah, it's a reality, so. Yeah. Righto. Should we move on? Yeah. We're going to finish with last thing before you die. Yeah. As our closing segment. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Last fruit you eat. Um, a yellow nectarine. Um, last fuck off Uber Eats order you make before you die. Like massive fuck off Uber Eats order. <sighs> okay. Um, oh, God. Hang on. I think I'd... You're never going to check out on the cart again. Like, this is it. Well, my first order is McDonald's. But yeah, but you can go to the drive-thru. This is your last oh, Uber Eats order, remember? Okay. It's not your last meal. It's just the last time you can use Uber Eats. So think about maybe the bet- most ideal situation that that would happen in. Maybe, you, like, come home drunk kind of thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Shout out to a local business. Mm. It would be <clears throat> from Easy's in Collingwood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be their – they have a veggie burger that's oh, yeah. fucking lit. Yeah. And I would get their mac and cheese bites. Yeah, great. Chips, like a yeah, large yeah. chips, obviously, yeah. with like several different sauces. Yeah. Onion rings. Yeah. That's probably it. Onion yeah. rings, mac and cheese veggie, bites. A Sprite. Yeah. And probably. like they have this – it's like a veggie burger, but like the patty is like deep fried. It's so good. Yeah. Um, shout out to Easy's. Nice. It's the it. train. Anyone who hasn't been there, you should the go. The tram. The train. Yeah. It's oh, like they've they've like – craned in trains on top of some buildings in Collingwood and that's where the restaurant is. So Quite cool. But anyway, the burgers are yum. So, nice. All right, last exercise you do at the gym. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like maybe like this is so boring. I oh, know, sorry. I no, 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 no. Not the question, but like my answer is so boring. I'd probably just like do like a, a barbell squat just to okay. be like – yeah, I'll just try like a really. Is heavy that what PB. you like doing? Like no, but I just like want to go out being like I thought, or like maybe a hip thrust, like a heavy hip thrust. Okay. Are those like okay? Those, those your faves? Are, like, your not, favorite exercises at the gym, right? Huh? Do you have favorite exercises at the gym? Not really, because like they're all equally hard. Like okay. I mean, I prefer I used like I prefer probably to train like lower body, so like glutes and legs. Which I no, I should be accepting your answer for what it is. You shouldn't do. have to explain yourself. Because, like, upper body is often harder. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's great. <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> I just want to, like, really be, like, I'm going out with a PB and, like, break my back, but it wouldn't matter because okay. I was about to die. <laughs> yeah, you know? true. Okay. True, true, true. Very valid, valid. Last frivolous clothing purchase you make that you've always wanted to make. Can I buy multiple things? Sure. I check would Check out a cart. Yeah, I would check out a cart from Arthur Apparel. Okay. Um, I think I know Arthur Apparel. You've said it to me before. Quite a few yeah, 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 yeah. items from them. Yeah. Arthur Apparel, Apparel or Bull. 
B-U-L, yeah, yeah. It's in I thought Melbourne. it was Bull. Called Bull. I did too, but then I met a girl who works for them the other day. She was like, is that from Bull? And I was like, from where? Bull, <laughs> which feels wrong. It does. But yeah, it's Bull apparently. Okay, right. <clears throat> I, either one of those and yeah. I just like buy everything Yeah, good. Size. Yeah, love like, that. I just do a big sweep because those brands yeah. are like my two of my favorite brands, yeah, nice. but they're so expensive. So it's yeah. like very much like a once a once a year purchase. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. That's um, great. Yeah. That's a good one. Last song you dance to. You're having a f- full on like dance sesh. And you're like running around your room dancing kind of thing. What song do you choose? This is a really weird answer, but it would be Price Tag by Jessie J. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's Alfie's favourite song. And we love to dance to it together. I just know that it is. And his second favourite song is South of the Border by Ed Sheeran. Um, Honestly, that's my second favourite song. Oh, it is. Because it's about Alfie, if you think about the lyrics. She got the mm, brown, Alfie's boy, mm, brown eyes, caramel thighs, long hair, no wedding ring. Hey. Yeah. I saw you come from across it's the so way and suddenly good. I'm glad I came. I Cardi's gonna... verse also. Yeah. Never drop li- an album. Drop an album. But I never drop the ball. <laughs> Straight facts. Anyway. Alfie, I see you with that kangaroo ear thing I bought you over there. Okay. The last. Wait, this is not what I fucking thought I'd put in here. But anyway, whatever. The last album you'd listen to before you die. I feel like I've asked you this before. Nineteen eighty nine by Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say red, but I actually think it'd be nineteen eighty nine, and purely just because of the like culture, the moment that that was for me in my life. Definitely, where it would take you back to. Yes, it's huge. Yeah, P- pivotal. Like I was eighteen, yeah. seventeen, turning eighteen. Yeah, pivotal. Moment. It's major. That was it, right? That's that's it. it. We're done. Okay. Oh, oh, by the way, guys, if you saw me on that viral TikTok or heard my voice, oh thank my you God, for true. commenting. I forgot to mention this. Um, if you haven't seen it, maybe we'll link it on the stories or something. But it was really funny. It went. It's fucking got millions of views now. Like so many views. It was. It was me and um, a friend of mine, like tracking down the people who stole her bag from um, from her house. Uh, and yeah, it's it's exceptionally funny because we spent the whole day driving around trying to find these people. It's amazing. Um, we actually saw Hannah during the day yes, when we were I, doing I, it. Yes, like I was there. we were so frazzled. It was sitting really in the funny. It was really funny. Um, anyway, yeah. So. Uh, if you commented saying, hey, I recognize, is this someone from the second estate? Yes, it was. It was me. Love that. Um, I Love like that some that. of you commented that. Yeah, yeah that may, that, um, and some people actually commented being like, this should be a podcast or something. And I nearly commented back being like, well, <laughs> one actually. of us have one. <laughs> like, anyway, so yeah, thank, thanks for commenting that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. If you listen to this fine to the episode, can you please comment on our new Instagram post? Um, the album you would listen to. Last album, last album you, you would listen to yeah. before you die. Comment that. Uh, can you also please follow us on various social media platforms? TikTok, Instagram. We have a Twitter, YouTube. <laughs> comment, you know, review us. It really helps when you review please us. Please review. I also think you have, every time I say review us on whatever platform you yeah. listen to, I genuinely think people do it because we've got quite a few reviews yeah, yeah, on yeah. Spotify now and they're all very positive. Blowing. So yeah. very much appreciated. Um, yeah, that's all. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.